Hello and welcome to the intro of Untangling the Truth, the brand new podcast that rambles about meaningful aspects of life such as productivity, self-development and wellness. The main focus is to uncover the uncharted feelings we cope along with in our life's journeys. My name is Gonzalo and in each episode I'll talk about tips, news and my personal thoughts towards what's truly important to find happiness and fulfillment at work and in life. I hope you join me in this new path. Don't rush life, and bye-bye. Hello guys, and welcome to another episode of Untangling the Truth. My name is Gonzalo, and as you know, I love to share stories with you. As you have heard in the last podcast, I've decided to make once a week one of the three episodes talking about the introvert world. And it's because it's really something that relies on me and, you know, it helps me to understand myself and the people around me. So, yeah, that's going to be like that. So, today I'm going to talk about five daily rituals that people like me, introverts, need to protect their energy. So, let's go into it. In a society that caters to extroverts, it's up to us, introverts, to cultivate rituals in our lives that safeguard our spirit. If you're an introvert, you're probably all too familiar with the drain of daily work. Work meetings feel like they suck the functionality right out of you. Just the thought makes you tired. Your kids, as wonderful as they may be, can find you very lost now faster than anyone. I didn't hesitate to jump right on it like a bouncy house as a birthday party. Speaking of your it sucks, kids' birthday parties are the words, am I right? Even the 30 seconds of small talk you make with Takashi at the top for last minute dinner on the way home can feel like it takes less ounce of energy you have left. As introverts, one of the best things we can do for ourselves is find ways to protect and increase our energy. We live in a society that caters to extroverts, so it's up to us to cultivate routines and rituals in our lives that create a show of barriers to safeguard our spirit. I mean, every Wonder Woman has a shield, right? Be able to spot the energy vampires. An important aspect of learning to protect our energy reserves is to identify those things or people who drained us. Sarah DiGlio at NBC News did a great interview with Judith Oflov, MD who says that an energy vampire is somebody who literally saps your energy dry. And in it, she also talks about a book by Christine Nonthrum, MD, that gets more in depth about it, Dodging Energy Vampires. If we're honest with ourselves, it probably doesn't take much to identify how that kind of people affect in our lives, whether it's the overly chatty co-worker or the always intrusive friend who needs to dump all the latest drama on you in a 3 a.m. phone call. Energy vampires aren't always people. They can show up in the form of activities and things on our to-do list. Anything that makes them more energy than it gives, things that have very little run on investment, can be an energy vampire. Take note of how you feel after doing certain things throughout the day, or even what your reactions are to seeing specific guidance in your agenda for the day. 
If seeing the drop off FedEx packages reminder pop on your Google Calendar sends you into full blown panic, pay attention to that and maybe investigate why it elicits the type of a response. Maybe it's the overly judgy receptionist Cindy who always gives you the dirty looks when you bring in more than two boxes at a time. The circuit of towarding your energy is triggered. You've identified the people and things that suck the fun loving quite book reading life out of you and you are ready to cut them out of your life are good. The only problem is you can't exactly cut your boss, mother-in-law, and third child out of your life, right? So what do you do instead? <laughs> God you ask. Cultivating daily rituals is the secret source of guarding energy and finally even your best introvert life. The idea is to find things that actually gives you the energy and those kind of stuff that restores. Neural introverts are the same, so what works for me may not work for you, and vice versa. Below are 5 daily rituals that most introverts will find effective. Try them out and see what it works for you. 1. Have check-ins with yourself. The most important thing we can do for ourselves is to know what our ground zero is, so to speak. Basically, you need to know what you are in order to bear in mind what you need to get to where do you want to be. Create the habit of evaluating your energy levels throughout the day. Then you will be able to retract accordingly to feel better. For example, I try to check in with my few friends at times a day. Usually first thing in the morning, in the afternoon, and maybe one or two times before bed. This is yet five minutes or less to take a deep breath and consider how I feel, what my energy level is, etc. Maybe I'm feeling anxious and I need to take off a walk. Or maybe I'm feeling sluggish and realize I haven't drank any water since I woke up. Daily check-ins don't have to take very long. It's just enough time to determine how you feel and what you need in that moment to feel better, more energized, and to keep going with your day. Bonus tip, <laughs> try keeping a journal. This can give you great insight into common times you feel low and what activities have you held so. 2. Move, take a walk, stretch or have a private dance party. Movement helps your body get out of your overthinking head. You don't need to join an expensive gym or sign up for the latest summer boot camp. Remember, these are simple daily rituals meant to protect and increase your energy, not beat you down into submission. Think morning, walk around the block, a non-time stretch or an end of walk dance party in your car, and Lucas be damned. We interest expend a great deal of energy within our own minds. Don't let yourself be an energy vampire. Make a regular habit of moments that allows you to take shake it off and come back feeling refreshed. 3. Care about moments of a long time, even in just 5 minute increments. I know all the introverts shut down collective amen at the thought of a long time. While this might seem like too obvious to even include it on the list, it is, unfortunately, one that most of us neglect to make a part of our daily lives. We push it off until the weekend or summer day, but I probably don't need to remind you of how important it is to an introvert's well-being that they are able to get some breathing room on a regular basis, especially if you live with a partner, roommate, family members who have kids. One way to make this happen is to adjust your expectations. 
We can talk with three hours of uninterrupted quiet time every day, but we can squeeze it in there and here. The key is being intentional about looking for opportunities and learning to use them all and well. Think about it. The five minutes at your desk before co-workers arrive, the moment both kids are shoveling snack into the mouths and you know there is about to have minutes before they ask for more, the 10 minutes it takes your barista to handcraft your extra tool a skinny triple shot caramel machado with extra caramel or the 15 minutes it takes your husband, husband sorry, to go back into the house for a warm moth ring before going out. Be on the lookout for those moments of downtime and squeeze every little given, energy returning the breath taking ones out of the kind you can. While you meditate, stay outside of a minute. Or just in silence. It might not seem like much, but each of these small energy boosts add up throughout the day a lot of things. 4. Talk to someone, whether it's texting, a friend, or calling a relative. Now, we are not referring to therapy here, although that's not a bad idea. You should definitely try that. But we're also not referring to smoke tool with your barber. This is about engaging a meaningful conversation. With a significant older friend or family member, preferably someone who doesn't qualify as an energy vampire, <laughs> would spend a great deal of energy in small talk throughout the day, which is inherently draining for introverts. But a deep, meaningful connection with another human being who is willing to hold the space for us can actually be quite energizing. Try having a chat with your partner after work, calling a family member or your commute, or even texting a friend. You know the person who just makes you feel so good after spending time with them? Whether it was a kick, a checking, or two hours of talking over martinis, you always walk away with a smile on your face and tons more energy than before you saw them. Be intentional about connecting with people like two hours a day, so maybe work on boundaries too. And, and the last is um, five, get creative. Cook, color, or write to boost your energy and mood. Research shows that creativity can boost your mood and even improve your overall well-being. It is also a healthy way to process life, or just a rough day. Don't worry, you don't have to be the next Picasso or try to list your arts and crafts on Etsy. In fact, the more low pressure you make your creativity, the better. If you're an introvert parent, get off the canons and color with your kids. Or get yourself an adult coloring book. Maybe you love to cook, write, or make things with your child. Whatever it is, give yourself creative space and allow yourself the freedom and time for it and let a bit time each day. Plan ahead and keep your rituals straight cred. A big part of successfully cultivating daily rituals is to plan ahead and take it seriously. Be intentional with which rituals you want to make part of your daily routine and consider where you want to insert them into your schedule. Tip? <laughs> Add them into your calendar, if possible. Take some time the night before to mentally prepare for the next day. Try to integrate just one ritual at a time, adding more as you can, and experiment with the work that best for you. Remember, it's all about protecting and boosting your energy, so customizing it to your lifetime circumstances. Introverts, what would you ask to this list? Well guys, that has been the episode of today. I hope you like it and I hope you 
um, you're having a great weekend. For me, it's time to read and to watch movies. I don't know that kind of stuff. I'm a very you know normal. <laughs> But anyway, I hope to see you next time. Um, yeah, that's pretty all. Bye bye. Have fun. This is the end of the episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and hey, don't forget to share with the people around you. The podcast is available on every platform, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. I upload it every time in Anchor.fm, a platform that is totally free charge, and you can upload everything you want totally free. And it's easy because Spotify makes you to pay nothing because of it, because an enterprise that belongs to them. Um, that's why I decided. I mean, why not? Sharing stories is my passion, and you should try too. So if you sometime give it a shot, let me know.